I can't stop thinking about them. I keep rereading their old texts. Brian, Brian, this has got to stop. It's been months and they send those alerts to everyone. You know that, right? Look, your bank is leaving, but you got to get back out there. Listen to me, any bank will be lucky to have you, especially Bank of Ireland. Really? Yeah, they've even put together a simple step-by-step guide to move on banks and have a dedicated team on hand to help. Even an ending could be a new beginning. To start finding your new banking partner, download our step-by-step guide to moving banks. Search Bank of Ireland Big Move. Begin. Bank of Ireland is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR on News Talk. Uh, elite Irish adventurer James McManus is preparing for the final leg in his hopes of becoming the first ever person from Ireland to climb Mount Everest without using supplementary oxygen. Uh, he joins us now. James, we spoke to you back in March. How have things been going for you? Yeah, like on the whole, they've been going really good. I had um, a couple of low points in my preparation for Everest, but um, on the whole, everything is on track now. We're looking pretty good to attempt a summit towards the end of next week, which is really exciting. Okay, you're preparing for that final leg of the journey. Just tell us about that. Tell us how it's gone so far and, and about that final leg, what it entails. Yeah, well, I suppose like I'm here 47 days now and the main challenge is the process of acclimatization and adapting your body to the altitude. So over those 47 days, I've moved higher on the mountain. And uh, last week, I did my final acclimatization rotation, which brought me up to 7,950 meters. So Everest is 8,848. So that was a really, really good step. And uh, like I went to the equivalent to the 21st highest mountain in the world. So it was a massive challenge. And I'm back down in a village called Fariche now, which is at 4,200 meters, trying to recover and put condition on sleep. Yeah, and eat as much as possible. And I'm just constantly looking at weather forecasts now for the best day to go next week. And once I see that, I'll start moving back up the mountain. And from where I am, it'll take five days to get in position to attempt the summit. Okay. For those who don't understand the gravity of what you're undertaking, just talk us through how difficult it is, like what the uh, the atmosphere is like there and, and how difficult it is without oxygen. Yeah. So like over 6,000 people have climbed the mountain with oxygen. And for them, they trek into base camp and then they do one acclimatization rotation on the mountain. And then they wait for a weather window and then they go up, they go on bottled oxygen and they use oxygen all the way to the summit which is compared to what i'm doing it's a completely different sport it's you know it's much 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 easier to do that so i have to do more acclimatization rotations and then on the mountain i'm going to be much slower it's uh, really really difficult i was talking to some people last week who climbed everest with oxygen and at one point they had to change their oxygen bottles so they were two minutes off oxygen and they felt like they were going to die. So, like, yeah, it's 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 a different sport. A different beast. Be like, a different beast yeah. altogether. Um, yeah, yeah. Why do it? Yeah, like, I, I mean, I get asked this question all the time. And, like... Because it's there. I'm an endurance athlete. Yeah, it's because it's there. And, I, like, it, it appeals to me. Like, Everest is something I've heard about my whole life. And it's only really when I heard about and read about people doing it without oxygen. It was like, oh, yeah, I want to have a crack at that. that. That sounds really awesome. It's just the challenge of it. Yeah. Like, I just love to test myself in the mountains. And it, just the tactics of it. 
like pretty much of the 300 climbers that registered to got permits to go up Everest this year, there's probably 15 of us left. Some people that got sick, like the start of the season, but uh, maybe three or four of us that are trying to climb the mountain without oxygen. And it's been done about 225 times by about 180 something different people. So that's really what appeals to me to, okay. to try yeah, and it's, uh, it's an amazing to, thing to do that. It's an amazing yeah. thing. How are you feeling? Are you nervous? Are you confident? Or is it a bit of both? Yeah, I was actually, it's funny, I was walking down from base camp by myself. So it's 18 kilometers to this village where I am. And I was thinking to myself, like, if I fail the summit, what would I change in my preparation? And really nothing. So I'm confident that I've done everything in my power to try and do it. So it's just, I'm in a really, really good headspace that I, I have the ability to go and do it now. And all my training and preparation and the last two months in particular has paid off. So it's just waiting for a really good weather window now and I'll go and have a crack at it. So yeah, I feel very excited and privileged to be here. Good. And the hope is what next week, if weather permitting, that's when you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll make the... it's kind of, it's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's kind of changing. I was hoping for the 24th and I was looking like the 27th. The icefall, which is just outside the base camp, is the most dangerous section on the whole mountain. You're going through a heavily crevassed area. That's maintained by a, a group of Sherpa called the Ice Doctors, and they're closing that on the 29th. So I need to go for summit by the 27th and then to race down and get down through that before they close it. Because if they close it before I get there, it's going to be a major, major problem for me to get off the mountain. So there's a little bit of pressure, but I mean, it'll come good. The weather always does, you know. Well, James, um, we, we, we wish you well. We will talk to you uh, on your return from the, from the summit. Uh, well done. And, and, and as I say, best of luck uh, with everything over the next few days. Yeah, thanks a million, Shane. And listen, if anybody wants to follow my progress, we're uh, posting updates on the Earth's Edge Instagram um, page so people can actually follow in real time my progress on, on the summit attempt. Oh, brilliant. I'll definitely I'll look forward to doing yep. that. Brilliant. Okay, best of luck, James. Thanks indeed for talking to us this morning. Cheers, Shane. Bye-bye. What an extraordinary, uh, what an extraordinary thing he's doing, and we, we do wish him all the best. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk. I can't stop thinking about them. I keep rereading their old texts. Brian, Brian, this has got to stop. It's been months, and they send those alerts to everyone. You know that, right? Look, your bank is leaving, but you've got to get back out there. Listen to me, any bank will be lucky to have you, especially Bank of Ireland. Really? Yeah, they've even put together a simple step-by-step guide to move on banks and have a dedicated team on hand to help. Even an ending could be a new beginning. To start finding your new banking partner, download our step-by-step guide to moving banks. Search Bank of Ireland Big Move. Begin. Bank of Ireland is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.